Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person. Will every spring you can count on the weather getting warmer, the flowers blooming, and a steady stream of salesmen knocking on your door, offering you home repairs and yard work? Of course, many of them are legitimate, but way too many aren't. And on this edition of Fairfax 50 Plus, we're going to talk to Melissa Smarr, Branch Chief and Code Specialist with the county's Land Development Services. She'll discuss what you need to do to be sure you're dealing with a legitimate vendor. But first, let's learn a little bit about Melissa. She grew up in Springfield, attended Robert E. Lee High School. She went on to Virginia Tech, where she earned two bachelor's degrees in consumer affairs and family and child development, and a master's degree in public administration. For 16 years, she's worked for the county as a consumer investigator, zoning inspector, and code specialist. Recently, she's been working on the county's Silver Shield anti-scam campaign. She'll tell us a little bit more about that as well and the very big award the Silver Shield team just got from the National Association of Counties, so I can't wait to hear about that. When not scaring off scammers, Melissa likes to read, watch movies, and play softball. Melissa, thanks for taking a few minutes to be with us today. Thank you, Jim. Good morning. Absolutely glad to have you and learn about scams and the issues and different stuff that we kind of kind of need to think about. But first, land development services. Let's let's learn a little bit about that. Maybe folks aren't familiar with with that portion of county government. Government. What what is that? And what does land development services do? So we became our own agency on July first, two thousand seventeen, and uh, we have three major divisions. We have the building division division who will do the um, inspections and. Uh, review of building plans. We have our site inspections um, who who uh, review our engineering plans for projects and also inspecting uh, those plans. And then my group, we um, issue the building permits and we have a code development uh, capacity branch um, that deals with code and, and enforce, not enforcing, I enforce code, mm. uh, but they actually um, create code. And then my group, uh, we deal with all the complaints uh, that come in about land, building, and the unlicensed contractors that we'll be discussing today. Wow. I'm sure there's there's not a whole lot to keep you busy, though. Um, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't have much to do. No. Yeah. I mean, is that is that a... Is that a misconception or do people kind of just assume that there's going to be a lot of code infractions or code enforcement or, or people trying to get away with stuff or scams? I mean, so in my world uh, now in land development services, um, the we always know that there's going to be some type of violation, whether mm-hmm. or not the citizens understand that. Um, their neighbors certainly do. We receive a lot of complaints from neighbors, um, from the Board of Supervisors, and we also receive a, a many anonymous complaints. Mm, okay. You touched on just a minute ago about what, what you do, but go into a little bit more specifics about your job and what you're doing. So <clears throat> I have uh, three inspectors who deal with uh, stormwater um, complaints, um, making sure that um, our waterways are safe. Um, hmm. Part of the Chesapeake Bay Ordinance that was um, enacted by the Fairfax County uh, Board of Supervisors back in 1993. Um, we also have, I have one inspector who does building complaints. So if, um, if an addition's built, for example, and there's some problems with it, we have two years from the date of a final inspection to address any violations oh, okay. that may have been missed by the contractor. And then um, 
our, our bigger one that we're going to be discussing today are the unlicensed contractors, okay. the ones that are scamming um, not just the elderly, but obviously today's that's our focus, but they're scamming a lot of other people here in our county, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Just for a minute, the building complaints, that's interesting, a two-year time frame. Is this residential? Is this commercial? Is, is it everything building related? And, and, and is there an example or two of what these kind of building complaints would be? Sure. Um, so our primary focus is commercial, or excuse me, residential. Um, commercial is handled by another section. Um, but our residential complaints, um, you know, we have a lot of homeowners that um, do try uh, to hire licensed contractors to, you know, finish a project, whether it be a, you know, a big addition or interior renovations or remodel a kitchen. Um, and sometimes they're very successful in, in finding a contractor who will do the work from start to finish. Other times uh, we've had contractors leave the job and so then the homeowners are stuck with this unfinished project mm. and they've already in some cases have given all of the money in the contract to these um these companies and then um, they're left with an unfinished project and now they are right. not they're right. broke yeah they're stuck stuck unfinished project no money and yeah, Unsight, yeah. unsightly yard or house or something going on exactly yeah wow um, I want to hear if you've got a great story or two that you could share but kind of before we get there let's mm-hmm. kind of let's kind of take it a step back I'm I'm, you know, John, homeowner, Jane, homeowner, sitting in my home in Fairfax County, and we talked about, you know, scammers and, you know, uh, what to do. So I know there's not a typical, but we hear that doorbell, we go to the door, and it's someone trying to solicit us for something. What what should we be thinking about? What should we look at? What should we do? Just kind of give us some tips. Sure. So um, a couple of things. Number one, if someone knocks at your door... Um, and this is not of everyone, but most reputable contractors don't actually go door to door. Their mm-hmm. business is either um, they rely on Angie's List, uh, they rely on other references from other, um, you know, uh, clients that they've mm-hmm, had in mm-hmm. the past. Sure. Um, so usually, if they're going door to door, don't ever agree on anything right up front. Um, we don't want people to succumb to the pressure of the scary sales tactics. So now, as you had stated earlier about springtime. We have people coming uh, door-to-door about driveways. We have extra material, and we like to use it on your driveway. Well, extra material means that they didn't need it for the other job, but that doesn't mean it's good material. Um, It could be leftover material from the driveway that they just took up and replaced. Um, So that is important um, to know that uh, you don't want used material. Um, and people don't have to answer the door. I know that people like to <laughs> that, answer the door of the that's phone. That's my tactic. <laughs> um, but they don't have to answer the door. If they don't know that somebody's coming, they can totally ignore it. Um, if you do decide to contract with the person knocking at your door, please don't pay cash because mm-hmm. a lot of times they don't get receipts. And then it's not that we don't believe the people, but it's just harder to prove um, when we help the police to go to court to try to um, get the bad actors off the street. Right. Um, always obtain references, making sure you know that they've done other work um, and that people were satisfied with the work and that they completed it and that there weren't any major mm-hmm. problems um, in that process. Right. 
And then if you're contracting exterior work, um, the workers do not need to come inside your home. Um, There is a scam where someone will knock at the door, um, distract the homeowner, someone else will go in, and they're simply there to either steal checkbooks, cash, jewelry, so that they can get money, um, so that they can use it for other bad things. Mm, Interesting. Um, Is there, I mean, obviously, A, don't answer the door, Mm -hmm. which is, again, my tactic. B, if you do and you engage, maybe you do need that service or, you you know, you happen to, you know, think at the time, yeah, I could probably use that. That tip about asking for references, that seems like a really good one to be able to kind of weed out the, the unscrupulous from the, the, the really, you know, the, the good or, you know, uh, I don't, can't think of the word right now, but the legitimate, legitimate mm-hmm. business. Yes. And if they can't produce those kind of references or last two or three jobs with phone numbers, those kind of things, that might be a, a big red flag. Exactly. And then, of course, also um, the Department of Cable and Consumer Services um, has a branch that licenses uh, door-to-door solicitors. So if they are coming to your door, they have to be licensed in Fairfax County. They have to have a license that they should be able to provide when asked. That's a great point. I was going to follow up on that. And I think if, if you ask, they actually have to have to show it if I, that if is I correct. remember correctly. Okay. And if for some reason you have any problems, um, the non-emergency police number 703-691-2131. Um, if they're not too busy, they'll be able to dispatch an officer who can um, assist you if mm-hmm. there's any problems. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before we move on, we had mentioned the uh, Silver Shield campaign. Before we move on to that, anything else you want to kind of hit or anything I haven't uh, I failed to ask you about this? Just, this a, just a quick story. Um so unfortunately, um, there are people out there, and they're um, and I'm not trying to discriminate, but they tend to be from the Culpeper, Fredericksburg, and Warrenton areas, mm. and they are coming up simply to steal money from our citizens. Uh, they're also in Richmond and the Charlottesville areas. And we had a woman uh, we worked with the police on who were who was taken for over four hundred thousand dollars. Wow! In an eight year span, and what they did was since they and. Um, there was one other case where a police officer had subpoenaed a phone um, and was able to, you know, look at the phone. And there was a um, an entry called uh, Fairfax Grannies, and they had a list of all the phone numbers that they had been able to um, obtain money from these individuals. Wow. So just, you know, just know that um, there are honest people out there. I'm not trying to scare people, right. but there are some that are not. Yeah. So we, that's what we're trying to work on is the the not honest people who yeah. are um, interacting with our right, citizens. Right. And, and you know, you don't have to worry about feeling like you're being rude or anything like that. I mean, these are questions or things that a legitimate business person would, um, would I, I would think, would welcome and would expect. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And the county has a um, Silver Shield campaign, which is fairly new, mm-hmm. which also is kind of addressing a lot of these these scams and that type of thing. Uh, give us a little bit of background on that, if you could. Yes. So um, last year, um, <clears throat> my uh, Penny Gross, Supervisor Penny Gross, had um, asked uh, the county to create something where we were educating the citizens. And what we found was was that the different agencies were already doing education, mm-hmm. so we brought everybody together. So it was Land Development Services, um, the Office of Public Affairs, um, 
cable and consumer services, Department of Family Services. Um, we also have neighborhood and community services. So we brought everybody together and we have worked hard to try and you know, get out one message and we do joint presentations together. Um, we just did a scam jam here at the mm-hmm. government center back on the 28th of April and we had over 200 people come and wow. it was our first event. Um, it was a joint partnership with AARP and it's something that we may be doing on a yearly basis. Mm, okay. So trying to educate the community about the, the types of scams and, and again, kind of like this podcast, what they can do or tips and resources, that kind of thing. Exactly. And of course, a lot of people want to stay in their homes. They want to live in their homes. Sometimes they're not, they can't get out. So we've got to get the information not only to them, but to their caregivers, to their neighbors, mm. to their friends, to their families, so that everybody knows that this is out there and that we can help them um, so that they won't get scammed. Mm-hmm. So if anybody's listening to this podcast and you know someone, uh, please feel free to, to share this podcast or share this information. Is there a, a, a link that you know of or can folks just go to fairfaxcounty.gov and search for Silver Shield? Yeah, it's going to be on the um, older adults webpage okay. through the Department of Family Services. Okay. So just go to fairfaxcounty.gov and uh, in the search bar type Silver Shield or anti-scam or something along that line and, and the results should pop up right there in the in the top couple. But I think congratulations are also in, in, in order. The Silver Shield uh, campaign is fairly new, but already an award-winning campaign. Yeah, so we um, just found out Friday that we won a national award for the civic education portion um, category, and um, we are so excited. Um, This has been an absolute passion of everyone on the committee and I am just honored to be a part of this great um, mm-hmm. this this great campaign. Yeah. What's what's next? I mean, a great great start. Does it kind of just stop there? I mean, no. you know, what? <laughs> no, absolutely not. We have, uh, we, you know, it's always hard in the beginning to to create something, and we've been so lucky that we've had people along the way that have helped us. Um, so it's just a matter of continuing to to get that out there. Also, part of this anti the Silver Shield anti. Uh, scam campaign is also enforcement. So mm-hmm. our police officers, we're working with them to try to give them the information. Um, I think Allison Fitch has been on here before. She um, helped set up a, um, a financial exploitation task force with federal, local, and state agencies. So um, this is not a easy problem to solve, and it's mm-hmm. going to take us many years to, to hopefully make a dent in what's already um, been occurring. Yeah. And, you know, it's unfortunate when folks do get scammed, but if that happens, there is value in them coming forward so that law enforcement can learn of maybe a new scam, but, you know, also learn what the folks did to kind of gain the trust, those kind of things, to then take that and further educate other people. Absolutely. And um, one thing I just read um, in a recent article is that the estimated loss of victims of fraud is about $37 billion. B with a billion. Yes, B. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Incredible. And it, is, and it is, like you said, a very underreported um, crime yeah. that happens to people. Well, after you figure out what's going on, you're embarrassed, you know, and it's like you don't want anybody to know. Right. But the more people know, the more we can learn, as you said, so that we can protect others from this, you know, from um, having this horrible experience. Right. Um, 
resources online, telephone number, website? I mean, uh, are there places people can go to, to learn more about either the Silver Shield campaign or, or what land development services and, and your branch does or any other resources that might be available out there? Yes. Um, so uh, we're available on the Fairfax County website um, under land development services. Um, Consumer Affairs, they do um, a lot of uh, presentations and at um, homeowners associations, high schools, um, other um, fairs and uh, events. Um, and they're under, I believe it's uh, Cable and Consumer Services. Um, of course, Department of Family Services, they have information. Um, we're hoping with the campaign that our website is only going to get bigger mm-hmm. and have more robust information for yeah, our citizens. Yeah. Uh, final question or two, if someone thinks or feels that maybe something's a little fishy, it's not quite right with a, a vendor or contractor, somebody that maybe has approached them or they're thinking about doing business with or maybe unfortunately have already started doing business with, what's the appropriate action at that point if they, if they feel anything is just not quite right? They can contact Consumer Affairs at 703-222-8435 or uh, Land Development Services at 703-324-1300. Okay. Or obviously the non, non-emergency non police Correct. number as well. Mm-hmm. So yep. I guess the main thing there is contact somebody. Correct. Contact somebody. Um, final thought from you, something you'd like our listeners to, to remember or take away from this, this conversation. It's, it's this broad topic here. Yeah, sure. So um, I have had the honor and... Um, to, to sit in court with these people who have been victimized with the police. Um, the police obviously bring felony and misdemeanor charges against these uh, perpetrators. And one of the, one central theme that comes out uh, from all the people I've spoken to since I've been doing this work since 2010 um, is to uh, know that it is not your fault. Um, it is not we are not blaming you for what has happened i mean these people are very good and professional at what they do um and it's important for you to come forward so that we can help you and help others to protect you know again protect everyone who um could be a victim right Awesome. Okay, Melissa, thanks for being with us. Thank you. Take absolutely, care. Absolutely great information. Uh, unfortunately, we could uh, uh, fortunately we could go on with this conversation, or maybe sh- unfortunately, since Correct. there's so many stories to tell, but either way, we're out of time. But we've been talking with Melissa Smar of Fairfax County's Land Development Services. If you want to find out more about that department, you can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash land development, or call them at 703-324-1780. Remember to, port, to report all scans to Fairfax County. You can use that police non-emergency line at 703-691-2131. If you'd like to find county older adult services, recreation, community engagement opportunities, you can call 703-324-7948 or TTY711. That's Monday through Friday during business hours. Or you can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash olderadults. The online is 24-7, and when you're online, be sure to subscribe to the monthly Golden Gazette newspaper and Fairfax 50 Plus e-news as well as linking over to the Fairfax 50 Plus Facebook page. So a lot of resources there for you. Thanks again for listening to the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast, which is produced twice monthly by the Fairfax County Virginia government.